1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Black Smoke Racing, who raced the New Zealand Cycle Classic, would be pretty happy right now because they got the winner in Mark Stewart, who was talking to the breakfast team tomorrow morning. Their manager is Scott Guyton, who joins me right now. Congratulations,
0: mate. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, it was a very, very good week to the team and um, yeah, we're all pretty happy.
1: See, so now people say black spoke racing and what is that all about? But my understanding, a development racing team.
0: Yeah, the, the team originally has been set up um, by Murray Bolton. Um, he's a, just an um sports person in New Zealand and he's very, very keen to look after young kids and, and get them into the international stage of in cycling, so um, that's the original idea behind the team. And Black Spike was a, was a name that uh, we made up to give to the Kiwi people and um, and sort of show and, and shine the flag in, in Europe. Scott,
1: uh, is it a is it a full time team?
0: Uh, yeah, the, it's a it's a professional team. Uh, what we call as a pro team in the, in the UCI ranks. Uh, it's you know this time of year we're based in New Zealand, but from April. On which team is based in Europe, and uh, yeah, we've got a squad of uh, fourteen riders now, and yeah, we pretty much um, do a lot of high-end sort of uh, European races.
1: Oh, that must be exciting, has it? Was there much racing? Has there been much racing? The ability to race in the last two years?
0: Uh, yeah, two years ago, no. Uh, we we ended up our first season spending in New Zealand. It was a bit of a letdown, um, but last. Uh, yeah, 2021. We we did uh, seven months in Europe, and we've got quite a bit of racing, and probably more than enough. So yeah, Europe was pretty active last year with the race team. and hopefully we can get the same again this season. Yeah,
1: I mean, what is the what is the what is the plan in place for 2022 for Black Spoke?
0: Uh, the team will will leave leave here in April and base in Belgium for for a seven month period. Uh, a few other riders would be racing in Spain, and um, be consisting of around sort of fifty races in total for the for the boys. Uh, a yeah, majority, of that would be sort of Northern Europe, um, but, but there would be some racing down, down south as well.
1: So, so when we talk about the level of racing that the Black Spoke are involved in, are we talking second tier behind sort of the, the the UCA World Tour big guns?
0: Pretty much, yeah, yeah. We're a team that's. Developing and, and trying to feed feed riders into the into the world tour. Um, and yeah, but at the same time, we end up doing a lot of races that are um, and racing with those boys as well. Uh, last season, we raced through Norway, which is a, a two point pro in the USA ranks, which typically had 10, 10 uh, world tour teams there. So the boys have been racing to a high level. Um, but yeah, we just we uh, have the young young guys as well coming through and, and just trying to launch um some more keys into the into the world tour. Scott, we were talking to
1: George Bennett this morning and he was telling me the numbers involved with the, his new team and, you know, Jumbo Vista, who he used to race for, and they're, they're mind-boggling numbers. But he said that most teams at that level have to have between 26 and 30 riders. You say you've got 14 riders. Is there, what is the limit on the amount of riders you have? And, I mean, how do you fund all this?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. I mean, uh, we we run a single program, maybe one and a half sort of at max, meaning we we race one race at a time and, and then we go to the next race and we use the 14 riders to do that with their form and obviously injuries and things like that. Uh, someone like George Bennett and his team, he couldn't be racing, their team could be racing up to three races at one particular time. Uh, so it's a completely different level of... Um, yeah, uh, sort of organisation really. Um, funding for us—I mean, to get the funding of um, UAE or, or um, Lotto Jumbo or a team like that—is obviously pretty, pretty special and, and few and far between. But um, Murray Baldwin um, is, is our is funding uh, blackspoke, and he's come on and he's really good way to get us to where we are now. And, and he's, he's looking into the future with us as well. So.
1: What progress have you seen from writers and individuals?
0: Uh, we we started with a very young team. Um, we had us uh, I think we had sort of seven guys under the age of nineteen. So uh, we've brought in a few few older riders this this this, um, this year, which is twenty five, twenty six. And the reason we've done that is to get us some better starts in Europe, and, and also help teach these younger guys that we've already got to give them a um, a better better chance at sort of gaining better knowledge from from their experiences.
1: What were the experiences like having someone like George in your team uh, for the, the Cycle Classic this year?
0: Uh, George Bennett. I mean, at, at the race, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously having George and, and uh, Shane Archibald there, it definitely motivates a lot of young Kiwis and, and just the fact that they turned up and, and race the cycle classic is is a real benefit to New Zealand cycling, and it's you know pretty, pretty
1: awesome of those two guys to do that at this time of year. So you're a former cyclist yourself. You know you know what it's like to ride. Can you explain in simple terms why cycling is so popular and in Europe in the road system, and why sometimes Kiwis just don't understand that?
0: Yes, cycling and soccer is uh, New Zealand's rugby, and uh, the good thing with Europe is there's a lot of racing on, and they bring the racing to the people, and the racing is, is around the streets, around their houses, and um, it's televised, and it, it has a, a massive following and culture that's been existed for, you know, probably yeah, a long time anyway, so... It's uh, just built up over a period, and, and they've got all the big classics. They've got to France, to Spain, uh, the Giro Italia. So they've, they've just got a, a massive uh, following of um, fans.
1: Well, one would suspect, though, for a young cyclist wanting to be a pro cyclist, it's also pretty brutal. It would be—I get the impression—it's quite cutthroat. If you—if you—if you don't make the mark, you're gone. Pretty much, yes. Yeah,
0: not your yeah, sort of nine to 5, 40 forty-hour week. If, um, you know. I mean, a lot of young guys, you, you give a few years to, to show, show their ability and, and uh, see future talent out of them. But, I mean, guys, you know, without the teams like Black Spoke, you know, someone like George Bennett, he's been through through the hard way. And and it's it's few and far between that guys like himself can actually make that just because of wrong advice or they take the wrong path earlier on. But it's definitely not an e- easy path without... Um, Without support, you know, and then to have a local local support from New Zealand with a New Zealand culture and setting up in Europe just brings uh, brings these keys almost home when they are living in um, in Belgium, so it, just, it gives them a, it definitely gives them a head start. So
1: that's interesting, you've said the C word culture, you know, New Zealand culture. So for us to understand how you make it a New Zealand culture, what goes on on a daily or weekly basis to make them feel like they are you know at home.
0: Um, I think just being around other Kiwis, like not a lot changes for them. I mean, the biggest thing we've got to keep them to do is actually start um, making them with a few European riders just to, to show them and, and teach them different ways as well. But, yeah, the, the Kiwis are very... Um, so, overall, they're quite a relaxed sort of human being and they, uh, they do... They, they just seem to handle anything. Um, they don't complain, they, they just get on with the job and, and they generally always have a good time doing it, you know, which is always pretty cool when you're over there.
1: Now black spokes normally about having Kiwis, but you got a Scot you had a Scotsman who won the the race this <laughs> year.
0: What was the what was the go there? Yeah, well, he's he's probably a, a bit of stray. He got left here during COVID and uh, he's he's become a Kiwi at at heart, I think. Um, and he's just and he's helped out so many young New Zealand riders over the last couple of years. And, and the way he he, um, he conducts uh, himself and shows and, and leads, uh, he, he has a massive following um, here in New Zealand. And so many Kiwis are right behind, Mark. It's, it's quite impressive what he's done in, in the short period of time.
1: When we talk about what a rider of his experience, gold medalist at 2018 Commonwealth Games, when we talk about the experience that they give, in a practical sense, what do you see being given?
0: Um, it's just the information that he's he's relaying and the experiences that he's had. I mean, he's still, to be honest, he's only twenty six. He's still quite a young guy. He calls himself an all rider, but I mean, Mark's just getting started. I mean, if if someone like himself doesn't make lots of in the next couple of years, I'd be very surprised. The the, um, the way he rode the cycle classic is it, pretty freakish and. I mean, the, the power that he was putting out and his numbers are absolutely amazing. So, um, it's not a. Once he gets off the bike, he was just such a leader for the guys and a motivator. Um, he, just, he just lifted the whole team culture that he's completely he, yeah, and, and, and there was nothing wrong with him in the first place. Yeah, so uh, it's just great having him on.
1: And then you get Regan Goff doing his job, winning stages, then suddenly you're going, oh, <laughs> ha- happy days.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they just absolutely finished the to tour for the spoken. Um, yeah, obviously it, it makes it all worthwhile.
1: So uh, I, I have to ask you, though, your impression of what George Bennett is doing. You know, he, this he, at 33 he is now... What, you, what would you call him among the best support riders in the world for the Rocks? How would you describe him?
0: Yeah, I mean, George is someone that probably is one of the best in the world as well. But the, the problem is if... Um, you're looking at targeting races like the Tour de France and uh, you, you know there's, there's always one or two guys that are just pure standouts and to be one of those guys is, is one in a million so I mean that's uh, that's where he's placed himself but I mean if you look at George and his history he's definitely good enough to be a leader of a team if, um, if he needed yeah. to.
1: Pretty impressive, huh, mate Scott? I really appreciate your time. Congratulations, champ! Because your your team won the Cycle Classic and they didn't starve. From from what I read, it went from woe to go. And it would have been nice. It must have been nice just racing in New Zealand in in the summer, right?
0: Oh, definitely. And yeah, it was good racing with a decent field. And I mean, uh, it's just brilliant that someone like John Stadlewall is is putting on these races for Kiwis, and we need more organisers like himself to make, make this happen, so we can get more younger riders racing.
1: Mate, I appreciate the time, Scott Gardner. Thanks so much from Blackspoke Black Spoke Racing.